The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Our guest is William Lee, chief economist at Milken Institute. Bill, great to have you on the program as usual. I want to ask you a little bit about markets. Uh, today was a, an interesting day. It seemed quite rational, as Rich suggested earlier, rather than uh, any kind of, of panic selling. It's the seventh time the market has seen this kind of sell-off in the 3 to 4% range. So maybe we're getting a little bit used to it. I, is that the case? Are people looking at this with a, a rational mindset? Or is it just equity investors can't let go of the old, the old uh, uh, dynamic? Well, Brian, it seems like the message from the Fed is finally starting to sink in. Um, and so we had that huge drop off on Friday, even though Chair Powell has said nothing more than to repeat his same messages over and over again. But this time uh, it, with some force and some conviction that he is going to bring the inflation rate back down to 2% regardless of of what's going on with the economy. And finally, the market started to get it. Now, today's um, sell-off is probably a continuation of that. But as you said, around 3 o'clock, it sounded like, well, people may be reconsidering and, and may be reconsidering that maybe the market has overreacted and perhaps the market equity markets have gone down too much. Now, one of the things that I think most market participants and strategists are talking about is this trade-off between it, how long will it take for the Fed to keep its strict policies and slow down the economy? If they are able to do it successfully and bring inflation down fairly quickly, then we're going to see a recovery come on pretty quickly. And that's where the equity markets should be rebounding. If the equity markets are searching around for where the trough of the recession is going to be, that's really the key to the timing of when the, uh, the equity markets will turn around. It's interesting, William. You talk about uh, not uh, if there's a recession, but when there's a recession. Well, Rish, it's without a doubt that the Fed is determined to bring down inflation. Uh, as as a, a practical person on the street, you got to ask yourself, what will stop people from spending and pushing prices up? It's got to be that they don't have enough income, means, meaning they have to be laid off. And so the Fed has said in, in so many words, there's going to be some pain. That pain is going to come from a lot of layoffs because it's just not possible to reduce spending by getting rid of job vacancies or unfilled vacancies. So we I don't know. Yeah, we don't know how long that pain uh, will will uh, exist. I mean, the Fed could raise rates 300 basis points and probably bring a recession on and crush inflation, but doesn't want to do that. So it's it's this kind of plan going out. I'm wondering, can you see the Fed at some point uh, adjusting the target uh, above 2% to say maybe 3% for a while because of needing that time to get to the ultimate target? Well, Brian, so many very prominent economists have talked about raising the, the, the definition of inflation as price stability to something above 2%. I think that's giving up the game because once you do that, you, down, you go down that slippery slope of how high is high and how long do you keep it there. If you think that what people are going to believe that you will come down to 3%, kind of hold it there and keep it there and then and not let it go back up again 
and with the hope that it will go back down to 2%, I think you're nuts because the market participants uh, right now are, are saying that the Fed really lacks credibility as an inflation fighter. If they start messing around with the target and, and, and essentially lowering the bar so that they can achieve their goal of price stability, that will destroy the credibility that's been built up for the last several decades at Volcker. It's interesting you note here that um, if we are to have a recession, and I think you're fairly of that conviction, that it's going to be a, uh, a white-collar one and not a blue-collar one. What's your thinking there? Well, Rish, I think this is the first time in, in quite a while, uh, as far as I can remember in econ- U.S. economic history, that I think the most vulnerable groups in the, uh, uh, in, the, in, the, in the U.S. right now to an economic slowdown will likely be the less skilled white-collar workers and less so the traditional blue-collar guys. Because there's been a lot of changes in the supply chains and business models where new technologies have been employed so that the demand for blue collar workers, such as truck drivers and restaurant uh, uh, chefs that are doing ghost kitchens, are in high demand. These are skilled blue collar workers who can operate in an Amazon warehouse, the the very complex computer keyboards for for getting all the the, the stuff uh, from the robotic uh, 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 warehouses and truck drivers to deliver the stuff. But the, the traditionally, uh, it's been thought that the safe entry-level white-collar worker, the bookkeeper, the data entry guy, might be protected in the slowdown. But now we see that a lot of businesses are investing in new equipment and new software so mm-hmm. that data entry is less valuable. The office skills are less valuable. They need more technical skills. Uh, uh, accounting firms need more less bookkeepers, and they need more accounting strategists. So Does I think that the, mean... Downturn yeah, go ahead. That, Finish your thought. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 if we have a downturn, the, the entry level bookkeeper, a data enter, entry guy will be laid off. Uh, but the Amazon warehouse guys in high demand and the truck drivers in high demand. Yeah. Does that mean that companies would be able to cut costs faster than they lose business? In other words, when we get to the next earnings season, will they beat again or do you think they'll they'll suffer? That's the purpose of, of this of this shift. I think that in the during the pandemic, uh, companies have rethought their business models and they said, how can I do stuff more efficiently? So a restaurant is saying, I don't really need to have expensive rental property in these very expensive central center business, uh, central business districts that attract customers. I can deliver good food using ghost kitchens. And, 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 and even when I do have a restaurant, my point of sale terminal means that I, I need fewer cashiers and I need fewer waiters to serve the people. So I think you're right that to say that this means that as the economy turns down and when it recovers again, we're going to be, see less of a hit to profits. Tell me something here also, uh, William. We look at what happened February the 24th. That's when the Russians invaded Ukraine. And ever since then, this is when inflation has really, really gone up. And it was already seen as a supply side of things. Was this, was this belying the truth, which was actually we were going to get inflation anyway because of structural changes to it to itself because of deglobalization demographics and also uh, as we go to a greener society absolutely rich and 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 the, the change in the composition of output and how how output is being produced has really changed uh, where the inflationary forces are. Um, when we have a cutback in aggregate supply that comes from a war in Ukraine, for example, the, the key input that was cut off would be energy and the raw materials for food. But on the demand side, because the Biden administration uh, had pumped out so much in the way of extra, extra checks to, to, to help the, the, the already recovering economy, uh, there was so much built, built up demand that the demand overwhelmed the limited supply. 
And so, so the, the huge kind of inflationary pressure we see now is spreading beyond just the, the goods demand and into service demand. And that's where we see a lot of bottlenecks. I want to do a quick pivot to China. U.S. business optimism there tumbling to an all-time low. How significant is that? Oh, I think China is really the key to the entire global recovery. Uh, right now, the, 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 re, the restructuring of logistics and supply chains means that China is no longer the center of the manufacturing world. The, 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 the decentralization for, away from China into other parts of Asia and into Eastern Europe and into the United States means that China is not going to have that export boom to help its economy recover. Um, and, and I think the, it's going to add to the political turmoil that's already we see in China because of the zero COVID policy. So President Xi is going to have one hot, hell of a time after he gets his uh, reappointment to have a, 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 a China that's anywhere near where it was before. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, William, uh, William Lee there, uh, Chief Economist at Milken Institute, getting his take on inflation, uh, the markets, the Federal Reserve, and indeed also there latterly talking about China. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.